Boys in the Huddle podcast, Ricky, Trey, and Doe. We got a special episode. It's called After the Dance. This is part one. And we got the coaches panel. We got Coach Harrigan over there out of Philadelphia slash South New Jersey. We got Coach Buzz out there at the University of Nebraska. And we got one of the greatest assistant coaches of one of the greatest AAU youth coaches of all time, Mr. Dante Thomas. What's going on, fellas? He was an assistant coach of one of the greatest AAU coaches of all time. I mean, what you want? He was your assistant. You guessed right. (laughs) Who would have thunk it? (laughs) <laughs> that ain't a backhanded compliment. I don't know what is. It ain't no no backhand. That's What's what going on, Right. What a great introduction for you, Jesus. He's one of the greatest assistant coaches for one of the greatest AAU youth coaches of all time. I mean, this he is all the truth. He probably he probably should have been the head coach. Well, probably mm. not, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But we're here to talk about, yeah, it was fun. Hopefully, at some point, we'll get back on the sidelines. But we're here to talk about the last dance. You guys have been watching. We all caught up for the most part? Yes, Yes, sir. All caught up. All right, I'm going to start with uh, you, Dante. We're all going to give a grade. We're at the halfway point. So we're just going to talk about what we've seen so far. If you had to give it a grade so far, what are you going to give it? talking like letter grade i'd probably give it a i give it a solid b okay i give it a solid b how about you jason uh, i'm gonna give it a b plus considering the times and it's, it came at a good time they moved it up it's, it's, it's something that's, that we really want to see i give it a b plus what you got I, boss? i'm gonna i'm gonna go with the with the a right now wow uh, really yeah, I mean, just off the pure strength of we're getting to see a candid uh, Jordan, man. I mean, and, and, and we know he's Is candid, Is he too really being you can, candid? Yeah. You can tell. If, if, if you watch the – if you watch his glass sitting next to him, that thing goes from high to low, high to low. So he, he you can tell, man, that, that he, he's – Given a lot of the the truths that I mean, he he's telling everybody that he's telling the world. I think it's a lot of the truths that that you know nobody really knew about. And then on top of that, you know, with the he's being himself. I think a lot of people always have these images of some of these superstars how they're perfect. Um, but I mean, Jordan curses. He he drinks. He smokes. Yeah. yeah, but that nigga's still lying. <laughs> Let's keep it real. We're gonna get into that a little bit more, but he's 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 fucking lying. Uh, I oh mean, it's gosh. it's clear oh as day. Oh um, but we're gonna get into that. So we're first gonna start this. So, and I'm, I give it a B minus because I do enjoy the basketball aspect, the competitive nature, and I think this really shows why Mike is the greatest. Like he built his guys up. Some people had to go leave and find help and couldn't elevate the guys around them. But, you know, that's what we get today. But back then, he elevated those guys. He put the work ethic into them. And I think that was really cool to see. 
but the nigga's lying. We're going to get into that. So the first question I have for the group here, Jerry Krause. How much credit should Jerry get and how should he be viewed based on what we've seen so far? Jason, go ahead. I think that the portrayal so far has kind of slighted him. I think that they haven't acknowledged like he does deserve a certain amount of uh, credit for Phil Jackson, Scotty Pippen, Cool Coach, all those other, you know, obviously anybody who has Michael Jordan, it's going to be hard for anybody to get much credit after that. But right. um, I think in regards to a GM, you know, obviously him and Jordan have some friction there and it's made him not look too favorable. But um, I, I, I do think that he should get a fair amount of credit. If you had to put a, a percentage on it, what would you say? I mean, so let's start with Jordan. Now, how much credit does Jordan get? Like 75% of all credit? Off the rip? After watching this, I wouldn't give him that much. But, I mean, you, you could make that argument. I would have to give Jordan 75%. I just think his ability, you know, to push his teammates, all those type of things, you know what I'm saying? I think Jordan probably gets 75%. Um, I think you know, Jerry Krause will get more credit than everybody else except for Scott. Mm. Buzz, what do you think? Um, <clears throat> I think he does deserve some credit for sure. Um, with, with some of the guys that he signed, I mean, he signed guys that were there with the Bulls for, you know, long periods of time. Like, I mean, you're talking about, um, the role players like a John Paxson um, or a BJ Armstrong um, or even a Steve Kerr who like got signed in 95 after Paxson left. Uh, and then even you have like your Horace Grant and, and then you recognize a guy like Scottie Pippen who comes from a small school in Arkansas, right. um, which is a, a risk to take um, drafting him in the first round, um, especially back then in the, in the eighties, you know what I mean? Um, but uh, so so he definitely gets uh, deserves some credit, um, but I think uh, Mike deserves most of it. I think um, Phil deserves a, a handful of it as well, and I think um, you know Scotty deserves uh, probably just just amount uh, him and Phil probably about about the same amount. Um, but but Mike is the is the majority guy, and he's the one. So. Yeah, Dante, what'd you think? Yeah, I think um, <clears throat> he probably deserves more credit than what they're showing. Um, I agree with all of that. Uh, you know, I didn't know that he was really the one to partner Phil with Tex and the triangle and all of that. Mm, so I think, yep. you know, that's, a, that's, that's vision, right? I mean, he might not have been clearly the most athletic person, but he knew enough about the game to know that to maximize the talent on their roster, you know, Tex Winter was somebody that they needed to pay close attention to. And, you know, he made that call to fire Doug Collins, exactly. uh, which was a controversial thing at the time. Mm -hmm. So you can't, you can't discount that. You also, I mean, he made the trade for Oakley um, when they traded Oakley and they brought over Horace, right? If no, that was, Cartwright. Correctly, so. that was Cartwright. Correctly. So that was Cartwright. Bill Cartwright. Mm -hmm. 
Cartwright. That's right. That's right. Um, who, who MJ said he didn't want touching the ball with five seconds left, which I also <laughs> appreciated when he said that shit. Um, but no, nah, I mean, I think everything they said is accurate. Uh, I, I don't know on a percentage basis where he lands, but more more, more credit than, than, than what they want to show, um, than what they're showing so far, for sure. Me personally, I think that they've shown why he deserves more credit than maybe people thought. Just like you just mentioned, recognizing Tex Winters as a great basketball mind and the triangle and pairing him with Phil and seeing that relationship grow. And like you said, you just you fire a coach that just went to the Eastern Conference Finals to put in a guy who's never been a head coach in the league. I mean, he orchestrated that whole shit. The problem is most people who are on a team want too much credit or don't feel they're getting enough credit. I think Jerry deserves a lot of credit, but like you said, you guys said, when you have Michael Jordan in the equation, it is hard to say the GM deserves a ton of credit. I understand that, but after seeing that, like he kind of orchestrated that whole shit. Michael Jordan could have very easily gone his career winning one championship or maybe none. If if this guy isn't putting the pieces in place, right? So what percentage would you give him? I, I don't agree with what you just said right there, but go ahead. <clears throat> what don't you agree with? He may have only won one championship. I mean, he won, he won in college. You know, he won a championship in college without Jerry Krause. So uh, the thought to me always that, you know, Mike would have never, it never would have clicked for Mike. That just never... That's never really crossed my mind that even, and I, I get that he was with, you know, having Phil and Tex um, helped him out tremendously with just um, becoming more unselfish. But I, I still feel like he was he was one of one because. <laughs> All mean, right, nigga, we don't feel, need I, the I long explanation. Like he, <laughs> I just feel like he would, I just feel like he would have won more than one, man. I mean, I'm just trying to make a point. Maybe he doesn't win six. Maybe he doesn't go undefeated in the finals, right? Doug Collins right, just okay. wanted to okay. feed him the ball all the time, and that may have taken longer for them to build the chemistry needed to win. True. Very true. Very true. So that that's my only point there. Very true. Um, but if I had to put a number to it, that's tough. I think he deserves at least twenty five percent. You know what I mean? I think I think he he had a lot to do with orchestrating that whole thing. And again, his ego got in the way, so he tried to. It was you know, the 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 Jay Z line: "You made hove, okay, make another hove," and that's what he was trying to do. Like I built this shit, I'm gonna show these motherfuckers I can build it again. And that's where he fucked up. But a real quick sucker or OG move. The treatment and the name calling of Jerry Krause by Scotty and Michael. Sucker or OG? I'll go OG. I mean, if, if you don't like him and you got a problem with him, then let him know. You know, and they made sure... He was uncomfortable, and they voiced their opinion, and they weren't shy about it. So if that's how you feel, then say what's on your mind. Stand on it. OG. <laughs> Straight up. All right. Dante? 
I mean, <laughs> you definitely can't counter what Jason said and advocate for it being a sucker move after he said that. So I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go OG as well. Uh, you know, I mean, Scotty. Scotty had a legitimate beef with the organization, and did he really? But we'll talk about that next. But go ahead. Yeah, mm. fair, fair enough, fair enough. I might be on the same side as you on that, but um. But yeah, no, I'll, st- I'll stamp it OG because I-, I enjoyed seeing it. I enjoyed seeing it. <laughs> it was it was entertaining. I thought it was a little fucked up, but <laughs> you felt bad. You felt bad for you felt bad for him. I mean, it's just a certain professionalism that you should have. You shouldn't necessarily berate somebody, embarrass them, because that's only going to push them to continue to disband the team or whatever the case may be. But Buzz, what, what did you uh, think? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm going to agree with them and uh, go OG as well. Uh, okay, I mean, when you're that good, you can talk shit and. And not have any repercussions. What, what's he gonna do? <laughs> what's he gonna do? <laughs> Just ban the and, damn team. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, he may have done that, but also too, you know, it's not like. I mean, he could have. He could have said shit back. Like, I mean, maybe he he liked to talk shit too. Like some guys are, are you know, they 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 can they can talk shit. Like he doesn't have he didn't have to be such a pushover. You know what I'm saying? Like. And we don't really know. Did he did he say little jokes back to those guys or some shit? You know what I'm saying? Didn't look like it. So, <laughs> <laughs> didn't look like I it. I know guy. My point is that I know guys that are you know small in his stature, just like him. But and I've known guys like that. You know, you 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 know small guys growing up, but they'll talk shit. You know, they'll they'll engage with you. They're just not gonna sit back and take it. He may have been one of those guys that sit back and took it, but I mean. I thought it was OG. I mean, it was it was funny. Had like that, I said, like I said, it was it was funny. You said. But had that happened today, if that if that happened today, that GM would have been fired. They would have got had fired. what happened. If the two star players have that big of a disagreement with the GM and you are Michael Jordan, no owner is going to let that go. Like I'm not sure why the owner even. Allowed that to happen. The owner should have stepped in and said, "No, we're keeping Phil, and we're definitely keeping Michael Jordan. So if you can't make it happen, then you gotta go. There's no way we won six chips, and, and we won't let Michael Jordan leave. Yeah. He said he's not gonna play no more because of his coach, and you're not gonna let the coach fight. What? Yeah, Reinsdorf is definitely that's where, off the right. Hook. That's where some of the blame exactly. I don't understand why they're trying to take some of these, put all the blame on Kraus and none on Reinsdorf. I, I don't get that at all. Like Reinsdorf's up here saying, "Yeah, it was all Jay, it was all Krause." <laughs> like, well, damn man, like, you own the team. Like, he right. takes your orders and direction, right? Like, you know, in 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 the first episode, he goes, "Yeah, we felt Mike were and those guys were coming back, coming to an end. You know, they were getting too old." Like, what? <laughs> Did you not see the last three years of him playing? Well, and then he, you win another championship, he, and you and you still don't say anything. Yeah, and then in basketball, you can't really plan. Like in football, you can plan for the next five or ten years. Like there's certain positions that are key that you can replenish to make sure you continue down a winning path. 
you replace your quarterback just similar to what Green Bay did years ago with drafting Aaron Rodgers, doing something similar now, preparing for the future. You might do that with your linebackers, your offensive line. There's certain things you can do in football to do that. In basketball, you can't really do that. Like, you're going to have your run, and you need to run that shit all the way to the wheels fall off. Right. And then then it's going to be time to rebuild. And, and in basketball, it, it's usually, if you have the top three player in the world, one, one of the top three players in the world, usually that player is going to win the championship. So that means you have to have the best player in the world to win a championship. You have to have the best player in college. You have to have the best player in high school. Usually the best player. It's not like football, like you said, where you got to have a quarterback and then maybe put this piece over here and then you got to have a good defense. It's just not like that. Basketball is totally different. But it's also hard to tell someone who's built a dynasty, an empire, who like really did it and they constructed that whole thing, to tell them that you can't do it again. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, absolutely. Ego. In their mind, right. you know, the ego is going to override a lot of that common sense, and that's why the owner and, and, and the GM, they were just... I think that kind of... I think that kind of goes to some, you know, back on maybe some slave mentality. You know what I'm saying? They see these young black athletes getting all this stardom and all this credit, and they ain't like it. But just think about how much money they made without ever really having to pay their players. Oh that goes God. back to that they slave built, mentality. It's like, like, like we, we made so much money off the backs of these guys. We're not going to reward them. We're just going to wait till this thing is over and then pay a bunch of rookies and, you know, young guys to come in that we pay the minimum to. Right. From a business right, perspective. Know, once, Michael I, left, though, once Michael left, though, I'm sure they still made a ton of money. You know I mean? The NBA set up in a way where if you own a franchise, you're going to still make a ton of money. It's, it's not hard to do. You're going to make money. So I don't think it's just the financial part. You know what I'm saying? It's the ego of them saying, I can do it again. I did it before, and you can't tell me I can't do it again. Yeah, I think it was a little bit of both. Yeah. Had they done yeah, it before, wonder. though, I think, was Chicago ever good before Mike got there? No, they hadn't done it before. No. They just did it that time. And and, and you got to think, when they are looking at it, they are giving themselves all the credit for the things that you just talked about. Like, I put Phil with Tex. That's a big That's a big part of that equation. And they know that he, he was personally responsible for it. I actually drafted Scottie Pippen from a small school in Arkansas in the first round. I can find another Scott. And if I can find him, I can... Well, no, but but you don't have a but of course he's thinking that but you don't have a Michael to pair with that Scotty to bring the best out right. of right you're right. not going to have he's that he's thinking like I mean in his mind he's thinking I made the best draft pick ever like who's a better draft pick than Scotty you know what I'm saying somebody unknown like that that's that's true thinking, <laughs> that, that is a very good ever. point is there a better so, draft pick than Scotty Pippen. And I then mean, you go to like cool coaches and stuff like that. He's like, yo, I've done some of the best GM ever. And it ain't just Michael. For him, in his mind. You know what I'm saying? So he's like, And I can see why. Him. He would think that. Yeah. But he was wrong. So, so he, yeah, I was gonna, he was, that's what I was going to say. He was wrong on that. He was wrong. I get, I get it. You know, you got an ego and you try it, but fuck that one up. No, I'm not saying he was right or wrong, but I can clear, I can definitely see why. He would feel that way. For sure. For sure. 
I wanted them to ask him if he regrets if he regrets that decision. Though they haven't asked him that directly, but I got it. Yeah, I would imagine not, it. Not, yeah. not. You know, I yeah, just I found out he was dead. I just found out a few days ago he's dead. I'm, I'm like, well, let me Jerry look Krause, this thing yeah, up. Jerry Krause is dead. Yeah, I didn't know. No, I'm talking. Yeah, yeah I was, you're talking about Ryan yeah, Ryan, Ryan I was saying because oh, okay. there's yeah. there's a lot of bullshit with Ryan that oh, I mean he 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 clearly empowered Kraus to do a lot of shit. Like you you bring Phil in for that one year, and then Kraus was clearly empowered to then tell Phil after the signing this is his last year, which I don't that didn't quite make sense to me. But Kraus was clearly empowered by Ryan to act and behave a certain way, which. I'm a little surprised by that. Yeah, I ch- I checked because Jerry Reinsdorf stepped down in 2002. So I wanted to see if he had drafted D. Rose in that whole group, but he didn't. Because if he had, right. he could have made a hell of another claim. Like, nigga, I was about to do it again. This nigga That's just not, got hurt. I don't think that was a, I don't think that that was a hard pick though. D. Rose was clearly the number one best it, player. That's true, but so was but so was Mike. Saying? But I'm just saying. But you still have you know to you saying? still have to build the pieces around him and find the coach. He could have still made an argument, in my opinion. Um, but we're gonna move on to Scotty. Scotty, as uh, Dante alluded to, we kind of touched on, had the issue with management, Kraus Reinsdorf, because of the deal he decided to sign. He admitted he signed it so that he could take care of his family, had some sick relatives, he was supporting people. He wanted to make sure that he was able to take care and get the guaranteed money long term. Apparently... Reinsdorf advised him not to sign it. Because once you sign this motherfucker, don't Bullshit. come back to me. No way. Um, I, I, that, I questioned that as well. I don't know. But there were, there were people in his ear saying, maybe this isn't something that you want to do. I think he even admitted that. But he wanted to sign it to take care of his family, get the long-term money. So then he wants to rene- renegotiate it's seemingly a known fact. Once you sign a contract, Reinsdorf is like, don't come back to me. Scotty came back. Who's to blame for the bad contract? And Scotty being disgruntled, you know, is he really only got himself to blame? Like, Dante, what do you think? Yeah, I think at the end of, <clears throat> at the, end of the day, so the buzz is playing. I don't believe Reinsdorf one bit either when he said he advised him not to sign the contract. It just sounds like bullshit to me. Um, <laughs> right. But right. but but I also recognize as the owner, you know he's he benefits right. He got a low cost contract on a up and coming. I mean at that time superstar athlete. So you know, but at the same time, Scotty signed a deal like. Good or bad, you are responsible for signing what you signed, and he had circumstances that made him sign that contract or whatever. I mean, we saw Barkley kind of go through the same thing in Philly when he signed that big, was a ten-year deal for similar reasons to Scotty. You know, mm. mm-hmm. just as money that they've never seen before. And I think Barkley's biggest regret, at least when he speaks ill of Philly, is in part signing that contract with Philly, like. 
you know, so it is what it is, man. You advise by how you advise, and you make your business decision. You got to live with that. What Reinsdorf could have done, though, was when Scotty got disgruntled, and sure, as a business person, you don't, you don't want to reward people for, you know, maybe demonstrating certain behavior to get out of a deal. But if you're looking at the larger picture, I mean, Michael was getting $33 million, Scotty was getting $2 million or $3 million or whatever it is. Like, there's got to be a way to fix that if you're building a dynasty. But Michael was but, only you know, getting $33 million those last two years. Before that, I think he was getting 7 and 9 So Michael wasn't getting no money until those last two years either. Michael's money was coming from endorsements. It was his last three. I think it was, it his, was last his last three. three. I will have to we'll have to fact check that. I believe it was the last two years, but we'll have to see. When Michael was when he was getting seven and nine, when he was getting a seven and nine, he was still in the top ten in the league, top five in the league, getting paid. It wasn't like he was he wasn't in the top. Yeah, it was a different time. Yeah, it was a different time. But for owner to say, for owner to offer you a contract because they offered him that contract and say, I I advise him not to do. Why did Why'd you offer it to him? If that's the case, if you right. knew that he shouldn't have took it, why offer it to him? Because you offered it to him and said, listen, if you take this, you know, at least you know you won't be good for, you'll be able to take care of your people. Or I could give you this and then later, you know what I mean? So he kind of spun him a little bit and tried to act like he advised him. I think that was bullshit. But as far as like Scotty's responsibility, I mean, contracts are, you know, they can be broken and you can renegotiate a contract. So I don't think that he's wrong for wanting to change his contract up. He was more than, you know, worthy of it. So he definitely should demand it. I don't think that you go about it the way he, I think some of the things he did was a little inappropriate in regards to the contract. Hold on, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. I mean, you signed the contract and, you know, do what you got to do to get out of it, you know, and and it's business after that point. But um, I definitely think the owner is full of shit. And I think that, um, Scotty, I mean, it's a tough situation. I mean, but he he's ultimately to blame. He has an agent as well. You know what I'm saying? So the agent, his agent is part of that too. So, yeah, the agent needs some blame for sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, that's the thing. I'm not sure like why when these players get in these situations and they talk about players who went broke or had bad, nobody ever. Because a lot of times it's the same agents. So. <laughs> Five players went broke, and they all had the same money manager. You know what I'm saying? Same accountant. And it's like, how come they don't bring those people up? They just make it sound like some dumb nigga just messed up all his money. When the the people who are out there advising them and helping them are giving them bad advice. You know what I'm saying? Those people are never called to the table. So So that's why I'm blaming Scotty and his team. I'm not just blaming Scotty. But you got a team around you. And... You already were on a championship-winning team. It's tough because the NBA was different. You know, niggas wasn't getting tons and tons of money back then. That's the biggest part. Yeah, that's it's tough. It is explain. tough. Well, that's the thing. That's the part thing. So, is that the, the league and TV, everything is changing in the world at that time. If you look at anything, like be, be, TV is changing. Be, because of them. Is changing. Because of them. Right. All of that right. shit starts to increase in real time. So it's right. difficult. Entertainment is changing completely. It's like it's a complete overhaul, and he just got caught up in the mist, and you know, it happens like this. I'm sorry. I, I'm gonna say that it was. It's a mix of both. I think Scotty has to take some responsibility, and like you know, Jason was saying, you know, it's a contract. 
um, or Dante, it's a contract. You're locked into that contract. And I agree with you, Tito, about the team, like your agent. I mean, I, I mean, how does the agent mess this up? <laughs> and he has to get he has to get some of the blame. Real quick, and real then, quick, not to cut you off, but let's think about this. Back then, the ACL would your career was over. Right. You know what I mean? Like those right. injuries that people kind of are really able to get over today, back then wasn't the case. So locking right. in those years for the guaranteed money was totally different then than it is now. You see guys now signing sure. so, the two year deal with the third year option. Because these things have advanced from a from a medical situation, so we right, gotta keep is, that in mind is, too. And while you're Without in it, question. you never think. While you're in it, you never think that you know we're about to be the best dynasty of all time. We're gonna just keep on winning. That's that's a tough thing to predict. Nobody feels like we're about to win six championships in a row. It's something that you you know you feel fortunate enough to win one. You know what I'm saying? Let alone six and be that dominant. So it's Tough situation, and he had the injuries and stuff like that. Yeah, without, without question. But with that said, though, to your point, Tito, you, you you understand why he does sign for all of that money back then. But how did Mike make all of his money back then? Endorsements, but Scotty wasn't getting those exactly. same endorsements. Ex- well, but 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 he was right there. For one, he was with Nike, and. To have somebody like Mike that you play with, that you're seeing getting all of this money on the side outside of basketball, again, it kind of falls back on his team, like you said a second ago, Tito. Like, I mean, you have to be able to get some. Right, type you're the Robin to his deal. Batman. Right, why right. can't like, you? You, you right. got to. You 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 have to. And he did. And he prop. He maybe he maybe did, but it wasn't. It wasn't as what he what he should have been. I mean, he should have been like you said, Batman is Robin. He had a he had a Nike deal. Shit, he came out with his own shoe. He had his own shoe at one point, you know. So, I think it, it falls on the team, and, and then like the ownership. You know, you have to be willing to renegotiate. I mean, you do have a guy, and then I think the the year that Mike retired obviously shows you how good Scotty is without Mike. Mm. And so at that point, at that point, you got to say, all right, I'm going to restructure you. I'm going to help you out, but you got to help me out. You know what I'm saying? But, That's a good I point. Mean, I think Scotty proved I think he could carry the team. He could carry the load. Without question. And he really came into his own during that time frame. Um, without question. But Scotty's saying or, or not getting the surgery – after the season and waiting, is that a sucker or OG move by Scottie Pippen? Dante. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to say it's a sucker move. Mm. I'm going to say it's a sucker move. I'm going to say I'm going to say at some, at some point I guess that, and I hate it. I hate to say this because I'm not on Jordan's side all the way on this argument. But you know, you got a team. You know, you could, you could, you could get that surgery done. Join your team, play, work on getting your new deal, whatever. Don't put your teammates at risk because you made bad business. I think is what I'm thinking on that. So right. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go suck a move on that. But I understand it. And I respect it, but suck a move. Jason? 
Um, I mean, as a coach, I'm probably going to think it's a sucker move, but as a person, you know, I feel like he just basically said, I'm not giving up my summer and doing this strenuous rehab right now. I'll do it on my time. And they ended up still winning. He still came back. He still got his body right. So, you know, if he had to do something to press the issue and let people know, you know, I, I understand why he would do something like that. Um, as a coach, I would definitely, you know, feel like he's on some sucker shit. But I understand Scotty in that situation. It's like you you just give up all your time with your family and all your free time for rehab. No, I'll do that on y'all time because y'all not paying me shit anyway. So uh, <laughs> you're only paying me half of what I should be getting at least. So I'm going to play half the season. <laughs> when he came back, he was, he was right. when he came back. He was ready to go. So he's like, "I'm gonna earn the 2.7 million that y'all giving me by playing half the season." Mm. That's, That's a good point. I'm gonna play the number of games that this contract probably warrants. Buzz, <laughs> what you think? Uh, I'm I'm gonna say it's a sucker move. Like me personally. For one, I don't like like being hurt. Like I wouldn't want to just sit around being hurt. Like I want to be healthy, you know. Just as an athlete, that's the first thing. The second thing is you can sit out healthy. He could, I mean, he could still be practicing with the team, but you can sit out healthy, and that kind of probably makes management probably even a more a little more pissed that you are healthy and you're just sitting out. You're taking healthy scratches, you know. But um, you know, as far as like the summer and uh, you know, he wanted to have a good summer. He would have had a good summer regardless. Like you, Scotty Pippen. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's nineteen ninety seven. Just and it's Scott, and you're Scotty Pippen. So, <laughs> right. Um, you know, was he with Lars and, at that time? Was he with the Lars and Chick? Um, let's see. They've been together for a while. The, the son just graduated high school, so that's been eighteen years. Is that eighteen years. Uh, he got all his kids with her. Oh, I think I don't know. I don't know, but uh, see, if he would have been getting his money, if he would have been getting his money on the front end, and maybe future wouldn't have his chick. Well, <laughs> yeah, he got to relax. He got to relax. Use it. He could have used that. She was like, oh, he ended up making over $117 million, uh yeah, throughout his career. Money. Yeah, so he she tried to come money. and defend him. I, it, but, you know, it, it falls back to what you were talking about earlier with the team, Tito, because I, I have heard that he's made some bad investments, some really bad. I know one of them was a golf course. Um, so he had, a bad, like, he had some bad shit with uh, Christian Lakner, too, uh, real estate investment shit that they did. Good. What, Scotty uh, and Christian Leitner? Wow. Yeah. That's a weird combo. <laughs> what the fuck? Dream team. Dream team teammate. Yeah. See, so was Magic Johnson. Why didn't Scotty fuck with him? <laughs> hey, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're around all these black businessmen making millions and millions of dollars. Like, what are you investing in? <laughs> you fucking with Seriously. Christian Leitner and all the niggas on that right. team. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going to say I'm going to say it's a sucker move as well just because in, in, in hindsight it's easy to say it's a sucker move because it didn't really work 
<laughs> he didn't get nothing no, out of it. No, it wasn't. <laughs> and Michael he knew it wasn't going to work. work. <laughs> and that's the thing. When, when Michael said, and this is the next one, when Michael said it was selfish to Scotty on national TV in his documentary, which I, who knows if Scotty knew that that was coming, was it suck OG for Michael to say that? Michael pretty much sucker said it was a sucker move. Sucker move. It I'll was, go first. That's a sucker move. That's a sucker move by Air Jordan. By, by, my, by Michael Jordan. I mean, there's a few sucker moves by Michael Jordan, but I don't want to... I know you got a plan here, but I, that was one of them. <laughs> That's why you got to be for me. I don't know why niggas is giving him an A, man. Don't don't let that yak in his cup because he, he wasn't keeping it real. <laughs> right. I'm with you. I'm with you. Where is Craig Hodges? Craig was around. Craig always looked like he might have hit the hit the pipe though, so he might not be around right now. Where <laughs> was, is Craig? Was Craig on the championship <laughs> team or no? No, nah, the first three. He was on the first three. Craig was on all first three. I thought that was Paxton. Yeah. I thought so. Him and Paxton had Paxton the same as role. Well, they all they had, yeah, had okay. two dudes, and that's the thing. Like Craig, you know, we Craig. go back to Jerry Krause. He, I'm Go ahead, Dante. Nah, I was just gonna say, Craig. Craig, I didn't notice until recently. Craig showed up in a dashiki at the White House, I think, for one of the uh, championship celebrations. The Bulls released, and we ain't seen Craig since. <laughs> hold on, Man. hold on, hold <laughs> up. Are you telling me after the dashiki he was gone? Is that what you're telling me? Oh man! He actually just put out a statement like yesterday, talking about how um, Jordan didn't know what he was saying when he said the um, only you know. I mean, Republicans buy sneaks too. Craig Howard, he was right. vouching for uh, for Jordan. And, and like just a day or two ago, he, he just put something out. He was sticking up for Mike or he was coming at him? He was he was sticking up for him. Okay. We're gonna get into that. So we're gonna get into that. Hold on. He was calling he, he was calling him a goofy nigga, man. Don't listen to what he said. Uh, don't count don't, wow. don't count that against him, Jordan. Wow. That's what it, True that's what Craig was saying. Billy in the building. Billy's in the building. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's true. We see, it. we see the Philly fandom coming out. That ain't got shit to do with Philly. Is it? Is there anything wrong in that statement? But we're gonna get into that. We're gonna we're gonna get into yeah, that. We're gonna yeah, come yeah, we'll back to that. It. We'll get into it. So, Jordan saying that Dante straight up sucker move. Jason, what you got? I got um, Jordan saying that um, was. Uh, I mean, he said he was. He said it was a selfish move. Yeah, is it a sucker move for him cool. saying that? I think for him saying that, uh, I'll give him, I, I'll say, I don't think it's an OG move, but I don't think it's a sucker move. It's t- I, I, I'm indifferent. I'm indifferent on that. It's like, it is Come a selfish on, move. Sometimes you got to be selfish, though. So ain't nothing wrong with saying it was selfish. But How I don't you think it was. He's selfish, though. He got $32 well, million at that time. And he only got 30 million. Right, but at Jordan that point got, in time, he was getting thirty-three. At that point, he got right, right, right. Well, it just came up a different time. But still, Scotty made more money than Jordan. Jordan only made ninety-three million the whole time off the NBA. Scotty made one hundred seven. So I mean, shit. <laughs> you, you, but you got to be selfish. I'm gonna I'm go with a. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that one alone. I I, I, I take OG. That's, that's okay. You a teammate? You saying like, yo, we thinking about winning? 
that was selfish. We I ride with that. I stick with Jordan on that one. Mm. OJ move by Air Jordan. Mm. Okay, Buzz, what you got? Um, I, I feel it's an OG move. Um, Scotty, you're coming off uh, your fifth championship, not to mention back to back. Um, you've played with this contract for the past seven years, and obviously, you know that your team is on the brink of making history again. Like. Let's put all that bullshit aside and, and let's play, man. You, you, yeah, but Scotty's thinking, thinking like, yo, he's like, yo, if I don't get no more money, I'm going to have this rapper talking about I can't get my bitch back. So <laughs> wow. he's like, still stuck wow. on this future thing, huh? Wow. <laughs> got, wow, right. I got to right. take my family. You know what I'm saying? I got to eat. Right. No, I think, uh, I you know, regardless. after that one. Nah, I'm going. I'm going. Uh, I'm sticking with OG. And you know, Scotty was. You're getting out your contract. You're gonna get paid. Like you're still one of the best players in the NBA. Like you're about to have another three peat, man. You're on the brink of making history again, man. Like, and you know, you're locked into that contract. If they didn't let you out the contract before, back when you put the team on your back, then why would they let you out of it your last year? So. That was Scotty's was. thing too, though. Scotty was like, it "Yo, was so I, I know that you guys are not going to pay me. My contract is up, and y'all definitely not paying me no more. So Dude. why should I give y'all shit?" Because it's not about that at that point. Like, dog, you, you, dude, you, you are part of the greatest team in NBA history, man. Like, dude, you gonna get money. You about to get paid. You like worry about that later, man. Now, if you, now if you was playing for the uh, Sacramento Kings, or if you was playing for um, you know, uh, so some other scrubby team at that point, then yes, I'm not trying to risk any health. I'm not doing any of that. But dog, we just won back to back my fifth championship. I'm, and on top of that, like I said, and like Tito, you stated before, your team, where's your team at right now? You've just won back to back state championship. You're on your team is like the Beatles. Why don't you have endorsement deals? Why aren't you making money on the side? Why aren't you hustling? And, I mean, and maybe he was. Maybe he wasn't. At that point, it's just about principle. Leitner. You're right. And he might have, they might have been bad investment. Fuck <laughs> around with Christian Leitner. I mean, let's keep it funky. Scotty don't seem like the brightest bulb in the bunch. <laughs> he just, don't, he just don't doesn't. Do that. Don't do that. I mean, we see him <laughs> on with Rachel Nichols, and he doesn't articulate himself very well. I mean... He's on there with Perkins, so we know something's wrong. He needs a check. He needs a check. You gotta relax. <laughs> it's all facts. We want to root for Scotty, but he never came across as the brightest bulb in the damn bunch. But I think when Michael was saying that in the doc was a sucker move. I, I just don't feel like that was appropriate. Michael was being honest. He had his jack there by him, but he he didn't want to be honest on everything else about his damn self. So I thought it was a sucker move. I can't wait till we get to this these parts. I mean, well, we go get there. He wasn't yeah. honest about his damn self, so I, that's why I think it was a sucker move. You want to talk about Scotty? Why don't you talk about that damn trip to Atlantic City and be honest, nigga? We're gonna get there. Okay. But before we get there, I want to talk about how this is actually the 
Michael Jordan slash Bulls documentary slash Isaiah Thomas Pistons documentary. And then talked about Isaiah and the Pistons so damn much. It's their damn documentary too. It's ridiculous. How do we feel about Jordan talking about the Pistons and how he's saying he still hates them? Sunday night, most recent episodes, we saw Michael saying he had nothing to do with Isaiah being left off the dream team. But we're starting to, year after year, we get more layers peeled back on this thing. Before, Michael had nothing to do with it. Before, he never asked about Isaiah. But then we hear Rob Thorne say, or Ron Thorne, Rob Thorne, whatever his name is, that he told Michael, the guy you're thinking about isn't on the team. That was the first time I heard him say that. Because last week he said Isaiah's name never came up, which I believe is bullshit too. But even if you said to him when Michael asked who else is playing and you say the guy you're thinking about isn't on the team, inferring that it's Isaiah Thomas, to me that's some sucker shit all around. And you talk about how you hate Isaiah Thomas or the Pistons, blah, blah, blah. Dante, I know I sent you the clip. I don't know if I sent it to the rest of y'all. But Michael Jordan's on the Keenan Ivory Wayne show in 1997 saying that Isaiah's one of his friends. In the All-Star game in 2002 or three, whatever that year was of Michael's last year, when he was with the Wizards, who was the coach who kept putting him in the game? So he could take that last shot 20,000 different times. Isaiah Thomas. Who was the coach that your son was going to at Florida International? Isaiah Thomas. So that's Isaiah's beef is, nigga, when I see you, it's all good. Now you're talking about you still hate me? Come on, man. What did y'all think about that? all of that talk? You know, is it just really... The Pistons as a whole, yeah, you still hate the thought of them? Or do you think he's really saying he still hates these guys to this day? But it's confusing because when we see some of these things, it looks like there's love. Jason, what you got? I mean, I think that like when you get into like editing, editing and all of that, it's kind of tough because he could be saying, like, you know, I hate them, I hate playing against them, and when we're competing, I hate them and those type of things. Um, so when he says that, I heard him say, like, you know, Isaiah was the second best point guard. He said, I respect his game. Even though I hate even though I hate him, you know, I still I still respect his game. I think he's talking about in the moment. Like, at this moment, yeah, I hate them. I, I don't like them, but I understand how good he is. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he literally hated them beyond that. I don't think that they're friends. I do think that Isaiah still carries that resentment. He got left off the dream team. He'll never be able to get over that, it seems like. But um, I think that Jordan was really referring to that moment, like when they were competing against each other and such. Because obviously, you know, he's, like you just said, the things that he's done that uh, that showed otherwise. So I don't think he meant like he hates him today. He's speaking as if he's in that moment, but he did say the hate goes until this day. He did, he did say that. Dante, in what regards you think? to the competitiveness, probably, but yeah, I get it. What do you think, Ty? 
I loved all that shit. That's, yeah. that's when the, that's when the grade the grade went from a C to a to a B for me. When I, I, I love I love niggas that I, I hold grudges, man. I can relate to that shit. Fuck that nigga, man. That nigga was on some bullshit. But but Tay, real quick, to, is it to, is it some real shit? If when you see him, it's all love, and is that's happened throughout the years, and now Isaiah sitting back and you saying that you still hate me? That's some. That, I don't know if that's some real shit right there. Uh, Since we grew up in that environment, niggas niggas lie every day. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, fake, it's, it's fake love. You know what I mean? And it's some sucker it's, shit, no matter what the scenario is. You know what I mean? If, if I'm a, I'm gonna be fake. He's gonna be fake. I mean, you make up a lot of good points about the clip you sent and the Florida International thing. I forgot about. So you make you make valid points about all of that shit outside of the documentary. No, no rebuttal for me on that. But as far as this topic, I love seeing MJ. The one thing I like the most about it is Isaiah was trying to justify not shaking his hands by saying, you know, this was the environment that was passed down to me from the Celtics, which was some bullshit. Because MJ's counter was was, was was appropriate. It was nah. You don't gotta look back to when you lost against the Celtics. Just look back to when you beat you beat us the last two seasons, and it, it hurt. But we shook your hand. That's true. That's honorable. That's right. that's sportsmanship. That's right. integrity. So right. So I loved all I loved all that shit about um, Mike holding him accountable for that act. I do think that um, to your original question about how the, how the communication came. To, to to Jordan about Isaiah not being on the team. I think it was definitely um but I think Michael, whether he conveyed it first to Rod Thorne or not, it was very clear there was multiple players. We speculate whether it was Bird, Magic, whomever, Jordan, multiple players didn't want Isaiah on that team. They it's claim Magic had, had they claim it was really magic because Isaiah inferred he got the virus from homosexual activity. That that's what they say. No, they say that that Isaiah was was spewing that rhetoric, and it was really Magic that said he didn't want him on the team. Well, Magic did have a quote in the book that said he he was nobody really wanted him on the team. One of his books, right? So, I mean, I would say just to wrap up my shit, and I think maybe Buzz got a way on his opinion, but um. But yeah, no, nah, I think it was uh, it was an OG move for keeping him off, and also some art of war shit having Chuck Daly being being the coach. That's how you really rub that's it the, on and rub that's it the worst part. Likes. That's the worst that's, part. That shit is OG to me. I love every minute of that. But I want the niggas to be real. And Buzz, we can go to you, but Michael. Michael definitely said he didn't want him on the team. You Rob, you telling me that Rob Thorne. And Michael Jordan have a conversation. He says, oh, the guy that you're thinking about is not. Get the fuck out of here. He said, Isaiah's not playing, nigga. What's up? <laughs> That's what he said. I don't think Michael said. I don't think. I don't think Michael. I don't think Michael said, I ain't playing if Isaiah's there. I don't think he did that. I think Rob Thorne said, when Michael asked him who's on the team, he said, Isaiah ain't on the team, nigga. What's up? <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> oh, 
Uh, Buzz, what you got? I honestly think I think I honestly think they had John Stockton in front of Isaiah. John Stockton <laughs> is time. not. <laughs> I think they did. I think that's then that's ridiculous. I think they did. I just think they did, man. 1992. You get the fuck out of here. You think that they really thought that John Stockton was better than than Isaiah Thomas? I think they had. I'm not. Did I say that? No. But at that time, 1992, Isaiah was on his descent and Stockton was kind of on the come up. And so I think they honestly did have John Isaiah was on a decline. That's a good point. Isaiah was on a decline. And him and Carl Malone had their shit going out there, man. So what? They had Larry Bird on there, too. Larry Bird was back was dead. He was cooked. That's true, too. Bird's bird, Bird's bird, though. Okay, but but Isaiah had two chips. You got Bird. You got Magic. We got AIDS. He had the HIV virus. For clarification, he had the HIV virus. All I'm saying is, I think they did have. I think they did have. All I'm saying is, I think they did have Stockton in front of Isaiah at that time. At that point, I don't think that. I don't think that he said, you know, no, I'm, you know, Isaiah can't be on the team. And, and I, I think, like uh, Magic said, a lot of guys didn't like Isaiah uh, just because of uh, his team and the way that because of the played. team, they were disruptive right. to what right. was going right. on in the league. They're right. They were they were the most physical team in the league, and I do not think that anybody liked them at all. They had no friends. And when Mike says that he still hates them to this day, yes, he still probably does. Like, I mean, there's dudes that I can't stand till this day. Like, You know what I'm saying? Like, but I mean, if you see him, you're going to be like, oh, what's up? Yeah. What's up, dog? Yeah, blah, blah, blah. But if you see him, like, but, but, but that's I different. Like that's him. different. But now like they him, can't do that no like more. Him. Now they can't uh-huh. have that interaction no more. Like you put it, Michael put it out there. Now they can't have that. Yo, how are you doing? How's the family? Now no, it's like, no, nah, nigga, can. you told yes, me you can. don't fuck because with here's me. The thing. Because here's the thing, I think, and, and here's the it comes back to one of one of you guys' points or earlier, or maybe you, Tito, like where there is some type of uh, respect there for each other. Because if you listen to a lot of the games uh, back then when Isaiah was retired and Mike was still playing, he would gush over Mike when he would be doing his games, when he would be the announcer and color commentary for his games. And like you said, Tito, uh, that game, he kept putting them in for the All-Star game where he was his coach. He kept putting them in. So I think there's still a mutual respect. Like Jordan said, he thinks he's the second-best point guard. And like Isaiah said, you know, well, actually, Isaiah said he's the fourth-best player that he's ever played against. But, yeah, the Pistons um, on some bullshit <laughs> for sure. Yeah, with right. that. The Pistons, right, Bill and right. all of them. Right. Yeah, and so I think more so. I think the real true hatred for that team goes to Bill Lambeer because, like, that's just a dude you don't like, man. He was he he would play football out there, and he really, really. Oh yeah, niggas hated. Yeah, niggas hated yeah. Lambeer for sure. Yeah. And I, and I think that uh, all of those dudes, man. But Zeke was the leader like the of the team, and everybody felt because he's the leader, the direction is coming from him. Right. And it's funny because you right. talk about they hated that team, but they got love for Chuck Daly. Just like with the Knicks, we're going to get into, Pat Riley was the one telling these guys, go out there and fuck them up. 
It's well, like you can't still, just you think, can't do that on your own. Even with that said, Tito, I still think like we still like the Pistons, right? Like we still like them because of, course. of the physicality, right? Exactly. So like we still like them because they they were the bad boys, but the guys that played against them did not like them at all because they asserted a, a, a toughness. They showed us toughness, but they asserted toughness on all those dudes, man. I mean, fights. I mean, some of the footage that they've shown were these dudes. I mean, back in the 80s, obviously, shit was different. Like, you could really fight. Like, there was fights in these games, man. But that's what Isaiah is saying. Like, don't get it twisted. That was the league. I got busted mm-hmm. up more than anybody. I had black yeah. eyes. I had busted mouths. I'm only six foot, if that. And I'm getting it the worst. We never complained. That right, was well, the Chuck game. Daly, Chuck, Daly, Chuck Daly should have said, yo, if y'all don't have Isaiah on this team, I ain't coaching it. You're right about that. Chuck, Rest in peace, Chuck, Chuck Daly, Daly but you're right. Um, Chuck Daly was playing, I mean, playing golf with Mike out, out there. Right, exactly. <laughs> I don't think he cared at all. I don't think he cared at all. I don't think he cared He at didn't, all. And golf, he should, but hey, he should have. Not only golfing, but gambling as well. Yep. <laughs> we're going to get into that. So we're going to move along. Um, sucker shit to Michael for the most part. Some of us think it's OG. You know, OG for sure. He's going to stay OG. I mean, to an extent it is OG because Scotty should know who he's dealing with. They're not going to change their minds. Now you're just fucking also, us up for no reason. And, and it's got to be a mentality. Like like you said, that's you're robbing a Batman, and this is a badass Batman, dog. Like, come on, man. I'm oh, a, no. Oh, I'm so a, that's the sucker OG move as far as, like, if Michael should have did it. Yeah, you yeah, should have like, done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an OG move. It's like, yo, I don't fuck with him, and I don't want him on the team, and you, I don't like him, so stand on that. He ain't shaking my hand. That's all right. He ain't going to be on the team, and I got that much pull. He ain't going to be there. Fuck him. I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it. I mean, I think I need to be on the team. But, but Michael, like, if, shit, if you don't like somebody, you got that much pull, and he ain't shaking your hand, but you can do all the roughing up and all that you want to do. But that walking off the court and all that shit, like, no. I only think it's a sucker move Because he's not real with him In person Again He's on the Keaton Alvarez show Saying that Isaiah is his best One of his best friends in the league That was in 97 It don't matter It don't matter You You still say But you said it in 2020 That you don't like him In 2003 In the All-Star game He keeps putting you in the game So you can hit the shot When he's at Florida International And your son is being recruited He's the one that gives him a chance. Like, come on. That's why I said. That's why I said that the. the I think the reference is, I don't like him. He's talking about in the moment of competition. He, you know, he hated him. I don't think he hates him to that. I don't think he was saying that at all. Here's what I'm like gonna I say. Is I don't want. I don't want to get this one point lost in all of this. Mike put all this energy into making sure Isaiah wasn't on the dream team and had the power to do that. But he didn't have the power to get Scotty a new deal. Mm. Mm. So well, no. Well, well, the thing is, they, they they mentioned that, and I don't want to get into that. But they mentioned that that Jordan never ever said go get this player or do this or bring this player here. He never interfered in that ever. They said he right. he wasn't a part of that, so he's not right. like LeBron. You know what I'm saying? LeBron got J.R. Smith for extra fifty million dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like he got a bunch of people paid 
<laughs> you know what I mean? He not Jordan wasn't like that. He wasn't trying to look out for everybody. He was worried about himself. So if Jordan never got involved, he never got involved. He ain't like LeBron. Le- Le- LeBron look out for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Jordan. It was a different person. time. It was a different time. It, it was a players. Think, it wasn't a players league. It wasn't a players league. It wasn't a players league. Had John Stockton above this dude, man, at the time, and that's why I didn't make the dream. We talking about Scotty and the whole that shit, but it wasn't a players league back then. But we gonna move on because some of the things that I enjoyed about this documentary is just I don't remember the Scotty dispute saying he's not playing for the Bulls again. We were kids. And a lot of that shit I just don't remember. So it was a great reminder, especially the Knicks. Because I was a Knicks fan growing up. So last night we got in deeper. And I don't remember the Knicks was up 2-0 in the Eastern Conference fucking finals. Do y'all remember that? I didn't remember I that. Unfortunately, I'm still, yes. I'm, I'm yes, still a Knicks fan. I've always been a Knicks fan. That's why, like, early on, I didn't really appreciate Jordan as much as possible because I thought that we should have won. But, but yeah, I remember that. I mean, I remember. Up 2-0? Dante, you were a Knicks fan back then, too. Hold on, bud. Dante, do you remember that? Because I know you were a Knicks fan at the time, too. I didn't remember that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I remember that. I remember that as well because I remember talking to my pops and we was just, we were just shocked. Up to like, oh, like it's over. Yeah. It's supposed yeah. to be over. Yeah. See, the thing about it is, like you know, the the winners get to tell the story. So when you win and you write the dialogue of how it goes, so people just look at Jordan and they see six championships. And they don't really appreciate, you know, a certain type of the thing. journey. So, they don't appreciate the yeah, journey. Not at all. So, like me being a Knicks fan, like it was nothing better. You know, I thought that we had Jordan. I mean, we we had him. He was out here. I thought we were the better team. You know, what I'm saying I thought that we really, really had him. But when when you look back on it, and it's like, oh, they had six. Oh, the Knicks wasn't shit. They couldn't fuck with Jordan. But no, that wasn't really the case. They, I mean, they could, but. I mean, to be honest, you're looking at John Starks versus, like, a Jordan. You know, it's a whole different level of competition. Don't disrespect John why, like, Starks, nigga. Don't disrespect. You know, I mean, but that's why, like, Patrick Ewing, <laughs> that's why Patrick Ewing can't get his just due. So you talk about Hakeem and David Robinson and all those guys over him because he can never get it done. You know, you're supposed to go get one. You got to go get one. And when it was time for him to get one, he couldn't get it because, I mean, they had Jordan on the ropes. And they couldn't do it. On the fucking ropes. and just got swept after that. I mean, I, I just didn't remember that. Like, I don't know why. I just didn't remember that shit. And it was just like, damn. And I remember what they didn't speak about. Maybe they will. When the Pacers pushed him to seven. Mm-hmm. When he was on the ropes against mm-hmm. Reggie. And well, yeah. Well, that's the, yeah, that's the push game. That's the Reggie push. There was a push off, right? right. He did push. Yeah. But I think Reggie was hobbled. I think he that's had an ankle that injury. Game six. Yeah, that was the, 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 to take it to seven. Yeah, to take it to seven. So now I want to touch on the political aspect. I was surprised in these last two topics. We're going to talk about the politics. We're going to talk about the gambling. I was surprised they touched on it, but I don't think they kept it real. So we're going to talk about the senator in North Carolina. He was running for the Senate seat. First black man 
in North Carolina history that could have been elevated to that seat. Michael Jordan's mother called him and said, I need you to endorse this man. Michael stayed out of it. Always heard this phrase that I always didn't. I never knew if this was a real quote. And I was glad that this confirmed it. Republicans buy sneakers too. I don't think Michael really defended himself well in that. I'm glad they touched on it. That was the first time you heard that too though? I heard the quote, but I never knew if he actually said it. I never knew if that was something he really, you know, in today's age, it, you know, people will say a lot of shit that maybe he didn't say. It's like Tommy Hilfiger. You know that it, you know that it was said like on the bus, and somebody else told it. To okay, we're gonna get else. to that. Tommy Hilfiger mm-hmm. said they said that he didn't sell to black people, and apparently that was never true. So you don't know because back then the media wasn't as constant. We didn't really have real time shit. He said it. He's saying he said it in jest. It's truth in every joke. How do we, we always knew Michael didn't want to get involved. He said he wanted to focus on the game. But when you have the power that you have throughout the world, did he owe it to the race to progress? Did he owe it to his mother to follow through on her request? Dante, what are your thoughts? So you asked a couple different questions. I want to I want to approach them each one. Um, does he owe it to the people? Right. The answer is no. I think as 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 black people, what he said was he supported them financially, but he didn't know enough about his politics to know if he should support him. So why why support people, him financially? He did do that, but why support him financially? Because out of of respect for his mother, which I think is your second question. But the first question is important because I think all too often we as a people ride the wave of things. You know, you see it on social media all the time. You know, support this person, support that person. And you don't really know shit about shit. You just group think and ride with the wave. I respected Mike for saying, look, I don't know anything about his politics. However, mom, you, you ride for him. I respect that. What I will do is support him financially. I'm not personally mad at that. I don't, the second part of it is should he have done it as mom asked him? I don't have no opinion on that. I mean, he supported his mother the best way he felt he was comfortable with doing, which was supporting the financial. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all. I think it's actually, commendable because a lot of people just be out here supporting shit and don't you know later down the road they realize what they support wasn't actually what they thought it was originally about you know what i'm saying so right there's 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 honor there's honor and integrity in saying you don't know something and not speaking on something you're not an expert so i I actually respect it indeed buzz um I mean, yeah, I mean, if you don't know anything about somebody, it's like you were saying earlier, Tito, like you can't just have new friends popping up out of anywhere and you just have their back all of a sudden. Uh, His mom asked him to support, but at the end of the day, he was able to give a contribution to him. So 
I think that should be enough for anybody to to really be mad at them for for anything. I mean, you know, that's politics, and, and sometimes like I don't like getting involved in politics. Like it was it was true. It, it was right. Republicans buy shoes too, man. And if you if if he want to get involved, he want to get involved. Now, the climate has changed, obviously, today. And he has uh, said a few things um, lately that that uh, kind of let us know what side he stands on. But uh, back then, I mean, obviously, the, the guy that he was going against was a, was a terrible guy, was a terrible man. Um, and, and that's kind of the, that's the, all he should have needed to know right they, that's, that's all he should have needed to know right but that 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 made it kind that makes the story kind of you know you're like man that that's a terrible dude because that that dude that won was terrible man he was a bad person i don't even know if he's still alive. stone cold racist and you don't yeah. want to go against that yeah i mean for the brothers but, at that point, I don't think he really understood, man. I don't think he really understood, man. I really don't. So, so, so that's what that's what they call like. I mean, I'm, I mean, all due respect. With all due respect, first of all, you know, we would know that those were facts if you read Forty Million Dollar Slave. So, your listener should look at that book. Um, it's very detailed about that whole entire situation. Forty Million Dollar Slaves goes all into that whole situation. So, it was a fact. We knew that Jordan said that. We knew what was going on. Secondly, Jordan says, in but the but he said it at, but he said it out. He said it on a on the bus. Okay, well, somebody so listen, on so, the bus. No, somebody, no, I'm gonna go off so, what he said. So today. just think about, so just think about what you. So think about you and your boys. Think about you and your teammates. Think about you on the bus with you and your teammates. You and got all talking, that. and you just talking, you, you just talking. Da 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 da. Da, 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 da. You got all that. You got all that. I'm not even going. I'm not going to dispute that. I don't think and that somebody you goes the and quote. says it to somebody else. My thing is, my thing wasn't the quote because I already knew that the quote was a like fact, before, he didn't, he didn't and I knew, and I knew how bad the person that I knew what the situation was, so I already knew he was full of shit. But then today he incriminated himself even further because he, they said, your mother, your fucking mother came to you and said, I need you to do it, and then his response was, his response to his mother is that. I'm not going to do anything if I don't know. Well, guess what you can do? Find the <laughs> fuck out, Michael Jordan. You right. can go find out, right. sir. You can go talk to people. You can go learn. Instead of playing fucking games where you're tossing a quarter at the wall, you can go find out what the fuck is going on because your mom <sighs> felt that this was important enough. Not like not like somebody just said, like, you know, it's not social media age because, like, that's the thing that, like, not for nothing. Like, new athletes, like the athletes today – they got to pick it up on themse- on, by themselves. Like, they got to recognize something on social media, then they got to stand up for it. Otherwise, you're going to say, why ain't they doing nothing? Could you imagine if your fucking mom came to you and said, yo, I need you to vouch for this person. And you said, man, I don't know mm. shit about that. I'm going to send them a check. You can't research. You can't call nobody. Mm. You can't be- and it ain't take much research because the guy was a fucking asshole. He wasn't undercover or nothing. He was just straight blatant. You see what he wanted. He, he just threw money up. at it. He just threw money he, at it. Right. He didn't even for his mom. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't about so like that statement he made, that made it even worse to me. Cause I already knew the whole situation. He was fucked up, but I didn't know his mom asked. I, I had no idea his mom asked him to do it. Yeah. That would at least yeah. your mom would at least make you say, 
damn, mom, you want me involved? In Let me find out. Let me call some people. Because you know what? I do know every fucking body. I, I know everybody here. I could find something out. So that negligence right there, that's some sucker shit. You know but let me, let me, like you wanna, let, let me ask this say, question. Easy to say. Let me ask this question. Yeah, let me ask this question. It's your mom, bro. It's the fact mom. that he stayed out of what these. What year was it? What year hold was on, it? hold on, hold on. The fact that he stayed out of these things. Do you think that it allowed him to continue to build his wealth because he didn't choose sides? He didn't take sides in these things. Do you think that it elevated him financially? It's chestnut checkers, man. It's chestnut checkers. But Michael didn't give a that's fuck. Bullshit. That's bullshit. That's what bullshit. Year that's that's bullshit. What year was it? What year was it? What year was it with that senator? His first three championships, I believe, from ninety one to ninety four, whatever. No, uh, somebody. I mean, we can look. We can look it up. But I mean, the thing about it is, we 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 also talking about courage and progressiveness. So we know that, like, by the time we can we can say for a fact right now, without looking anything up, that at this point in in Jordan's career, Muhammad Ali was the fucking hero. Correct. Correct. Well, and Jordan was and Jordan right. was so, the biggest right. thing in the world. So, right. So we know we know that you can be progressive, sir. You don't have to sit in line and do everything you're doing. You are transcendent. But you're Jason, let me let me pause the button because Your mom the people hold on, Jason. <laughs> people love Ali after the fact. When he was doing it in the sixties and the seventies, he was a hated figure. Right. Let's keep it yep. real. That's Very the fact. True. Yep. Very, he sacrificed yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Right, that's a fact. So what I'm okay, saying is, did Jordan want to just stay out of shit to continue to build his brand? And I'm not so, saying that's right, but I think that was his thought process. The bad part about it is, I don't even know if it was just 100% about his brand. I think he just was so fucking lazy, and he just don't give a shit. He just was like, yo, I don't give a shit about it. You like, might be right. So what? You know what I mean? So what? But, like, my thing is, like, yo, if your mom says it, and you could have did, he could have made two phone calls and said, is the the other guy that bad of a person? Right. Anybody he trusted would have said, they're worse than what you're thinking. He's worse than that. (laughs) Right. You know what I'm saying? He's worse. And after the guy won, he started throwing racial slurs around and everything. So, like, yo, bro. You know what I mean, and, and I would have, I would have really respected if Jordan was. I, I did, I would have gave him a pass. He would have got on there and been like, "Yo, I didn't know, you know." And at the time, I was trying to protect my image, and I exactly, just didn't know. And, exactly. And because, because the thing is, he would have taught athletes now, like, "Yo, he didn't just say know. he didn't know." I think in a roundabout way, he said he didn't know. I think no, 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 no. He didn't know the guy. He said he didn't know the guy. I'm not saying that. I'm saying right. I didn't know how to respond. I didn't know what to do. I made a mistake. You know, I didn't know that I, I could have this type of impact. He I didn't know, know the guy, I, but he knew the, no. the the politics of what each person right. stood for. He knew right. what so each guy stood for. Say, right. He was trying to say, oh, I don't know politics. Fuck that. You know right or wrong. You know what I'm saying? So you knew the guy was wrong. So that's a fact. He knew that guy was a piece of shit. Now, if you don't know how to respond and you were you were young and you were like a little nervous about it, I respect that. Like, you know what? I was scared. You know what I'm saying? I was Michael was 30 years old by that time. He was a grown man. <laughs> this is after he didn't want to. Yeah, he, he, he was either he was between twenty seven. He was between twenty seven and thirty. No, he wasn't thirty. We haven't established what year He was late twenties. Either he was late twenties, early thirties. What year was it? 
No, he what was early year was 19, it? It was 1990 and 1996 where like, huh? um, Har- Harvey, Harvey Gantt ran two unsuccessful elections uh, against Jesse Helms. So in 1990, he was 26, 27. So he's a grown-ass man. He wasn't no little kid. But you're 26. Dude, but you're 26, 27. Where the, what was you doing at 26? No, I can respect that, though. If he would have said, like, come like, on, yo. man. No, if he would have said, said that, he would have been like, yo, you know what? I was wrong. You know what I mean? I was uh, nervous. I was scared. And I made the wrong decision. Now, because you know what's going to happen after that? The rest of the athletes going to be like, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to be scared. Because I'm, I'm going to stand up for that shit. Mm. But he tried to say, like, oh, I'm not going to get involved in nothing that I don't know about. Nigga, find out fuck is wrong with you like you play these bullshit ass games and gambling fucking security guards and shit like find out man because your mom asked you to because your mom asked you to forget about the black community your mom asked you to you could at least do that so fuck and i think that's and i think fuck and him. i think and i and but I he, think he was a man. basketball player man it's, it's all he was man go ahead i'm a bad doctor I, no, no, I, and I was only going to say it was two elections, right? So it was 1990 and another one in 96. I don't know which year his mom asked him to support. To support. I think it was more closer to 96. But but either either way, you know, I actually think that one of the two earlier questions is one thing we know about Jordan is he was very, very much aware of his brand and his value. They talked about him in the Olympics, making sure he was draped in that flag so he didn't show the Reebok logo. I'm pretty sure he had advisors, man, that just had him move in a certain way that didn't damage his brand. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if it was, it was him trying to make sure that he was preserving his value. And that, that doesn't that's make the it, point. That doesn't, that doesn't, that's, that doesn't make it right. Right, that's but, the point, um, though. So could you allow them to make mistakes? I'm not mad at him for the mistake. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying like that message of. Oh, he's still politics, standing so by it, right? Today he's yeah, yeah, still yeah, yeah. trying like, to yo, stand you don't by it. Stand by that, bro. Like, yo, just say right. I made a mistake, and you know, like let's let's do more research. And if I had to do it again, I'll find out more or whatever. Or guess what? I wouldn't have listened to that team. I would have listened to my mom or something. I would have right. found out. Like, I just think that I don't agree with that. And his eye, oh, but maybe but, he 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 probably doesn't think he made a mistake. I, and that's what I was going to say, Buzz. I was going to say the one pattern throughout this podcast that's been consistent is he's been firm in his position and he hasn't really changed anything. And and that's why I don't give this documentary a A plus. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Me too. Me me too. too. I'm on the same wave with you on that. He is somebody who is stuck in his will. He's unwilling, unwilling to change or admit any fault in anything that he's done. You could say it's narcissism. You could say it's his competitive spirit. You right. Say it's ego. Protecting it his brand. Above. He's still protecting that, his brand. That is true. That is true. Um, but I will say, I mean, the, the politics Absolutely. thing is 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 a, is a tough you, you, thing hey, to do. Real fast, I say, hey, you say he's still uh-huh. protecting his brand, but I mean, dude, he's cussing all over this thing. I mean. I mean, this is 2020. Himself, Don't nobody man. give a fuck right, about that. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, 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 Yes. No, 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 no. Buzz, we're moving on. We're not going to, we're going to move on because we're, we're getting people later still. in the episode. We're moving on and we're going to move on to the gambling because Dante made a good segue to him 
really not changing his stance on these things. And that's the problem I have. We're moving on to the gambling. The Knicks series where I spoke about, I don't remember the Knicks being up 2-0. Having home court advantage. That's the interesting thing. There was a few teams that had home court advantage. Phoenix had home court advantage in the finals. They weren't the best team throughout the regular season, but we know now that that don't matter. That don't mean shit. Your king won 63 games, and then he was out of there. So it didn't matter. But, um... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. We're moving on. Relax. The gambling. I had a big problem with him not being able to admit to his problem. And I will say, if you listen to Boys in the Huddle, the first time you ever heard that Michael Jordan didn't go to the White House to play golf with a drug dealer, you heard it here first, motherfuckers. I told y'all about that shit. Michael Jordan skipped the White House first championship to play golf with a drug dealer. They touched on it more than I thought that they would. I will say that. But Michael is still Michael is still talking about oh it's recreational. I enjoy it. I don't have a problem. Nigga, if you're a junkie and you can afford your habit, if you're a junkie and you can afford your habit, you're still a junkie, nigga. What do you mean, oh my God? If you're a junkie and you have money, you still have a fucking problem. And Michael Jordan had a gambling problem. Without a motherfucking doubt. And I don't like the fact that he's still trying to defend this shit. He says, again, in the Knicks series, he went to Atlantic City with his father. In the afternoon, he was back by 12. There's a record of that nigga still being there at 2.30 in the morning. You're still lying, nigga. So what? Who cares if he was there until 2.30 in the morning? Are you kidding me? Then why lie about it? If it don't matter, then why is he still lying about it in 2020? He said he was back by one o'clock. Exactly. Who cares? So then why is he still lying about it? So then why is he still lying about it? That's probably what time he thought he got back, but then... It's bullshit. The nigga... Buzz, relax. Let me get through this. Like you tripping up over like semantics, like an hour or two, like that don't matter. Like, does he have a gambling problem? Because, like, you gotta understand, this nigga's selling hundreds of millions of dollars of sneaks. Hold on. Like, Hold it, on. It ain't that bad of a problem. Like, are you okay, serious? Are you serious, and I don't nigga? Care about the gambling shit. You can gamble. Now, tell me that. Are you like, serious, nigga? You I'm think that serious. the gambling doesn't gamble. matter? No, it doesn't matter at all. Yo, if I just sold one hundred and fifty million dollars of sneaks, who cares if I gamble? Y'all niggas must not know the real story about all of this shit. And I'm going to break it down to you. I didn't want to go here, but now we got to do it. No, 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 no. Because they're not telling us the truth. I would love to hear this too. They're not telling us the truth. Just like, and I told y'all this too. We're not getting the truth about Dennis Rodman and why he was in the parking lot about to kill right, himself. Yeah, okay, yeah, we get that. Okay. I'm no, let, yeah, let me no, no, finish no, no, my Let me why finish Nigga, let me right. finish what I'm saying. Dennis Rodman was in the parking lot because Vinny Johnson, Vinny the microwave Johnson was microwaving his bitch. And that's why he was in the parking lot about to kill himself. 
John Sally talked about it. Multiple sources have talked about it. Right. But well, what we hear is Dennis saying, oh, he just fell asleep and he was just so distraught about people. Yeah, Nigga, Dennis bullshit. Is a weirdo. Okay. What I'm saying, and that. this is just to the fact that the documentary is not that great because we're not getting the facts. Go to Mike. Michael Jordan and the gambling. Yeah, who cares? What do you mean who cares? So Michael Franzese, what we talked about on this podcast before, he was a part of the Colombo crime family with the Italian mob. He has been on multiple outlets, Vlad TV, Mike Tyson's podcast, multiple outlets talking about Michael Jordan and his gambling because he was hired by the NBA after he left the mob to talk about why athletes should not get involved in gambling. Because what would happen is, if you owe people, now you owe the game. So we need you to now not score so many points. We need you to make sure that this spread doesn't happen so that we can make money. And at the very least... Are you deciding that Michael Jordan was... Can I finish my point? At the very least, the NBA knew that Michael Jordan's gambling problem was so bad that they forced him to leave the league. That's a fact. That him no, going to be- buzz, that relax. That is allegedly. It's a fact. And if you if you want to just stand by Mike, you can stand by him. But the no, fact that he left the NBA is because he was unwilling to shave points. And they did not want him to be around the game, and they forced him to leave, which which many people believe, this is not just the Tito 5000 thought process, which many people believe that Michael Jordan didn't want to shave points, he owed niggas money he didn't think he had to pay, which is the reason why his father was murdered. That is very much out there. So when you talk about the gambling don't matter. That is a rumor, yes. Nigga, it does matter. Dante, what do you got? Fuck these niggas, Dante. What do you got? It's not fact. It's not fact. Go ahead, Dante. It's not solidified. Just like LeBron's mom getting smashed by his teammates. We don't know it's a fact, but we know it's a fact. Dante, what you got? Um, So to follow up... (laughs) To, to follow up on references to the Colombo mob family and point shaving and conspiracy theories around his father's death, I ain't touching none of that. But what I will say is, um, uh, it, 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 in the context of the documentary, he's lying definitely about the timing. Um, it, it might be more to that, but what I think Phil may have said from a basketball standpoint is, you know, he kind of gave players like Mike and Dennis certain rope to kind of unwind and do what they needed to do, you know, on some Zen Master shit so that they could play with a clear head. And it, I guess that strategy, at the end of the day, it worked, right? Because they won. They went on to win championships. Now, to the other, to the larger point, if all of that conspiracy shit you're talking about is all true, and I've seen most of what you said kind of out there on the internet as well, um, then, then yeah, man, that's a problem. You know what I'm saying? If, if, if but Dante, the simple fact, say he didn't get his father killed, but the simple fact that you love the game when you're losing money that you don't want to pay people, even though you got it, 
if you have a, an addiction, no matter what it is, even if yeah. you can support your addiction, is that not still a problem? Yeah, I mean, you do, you do not shown, even. I'll ask in Dante. Oh, yeah. My bad. He's shown he 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 has shown throughout this documentary that his him being in some form of competition, whether it's throwing quarters against the wall or limousine rides to Atlantic City, you yeah. know, the night before a game. Look. He has shown an addiction to that. Now, whether it's a problem or not, if he's not paying his debts, yes. But if he if he is winning championships at the same time and demonstrating that that kind of behavior and it's working for him, I mean, he's an elite athlete. So let me let me let me to be broken let me that. recap this for what we saw in the documentary, and then I'll let everybody else speak. The golf event skipping the White House, which I brought up couple episode episodes ago he said he had a family issue is why he couldn't attend you can get away with that back in the 90s then he said when he owed said drug dealer money it was a loan then he had to testify in court and had to say it wasn't a loan I actually owed him money based on gambling lying then lying now then there was another person where he owed $1.2 million for golf that came out with a book. He tried to deny that shit as well. If you have a problem and you're denying the fact that you owe people money based on your problem, you have a fucking problem. How is that? A, how, how, how is not wanting people in your business a problem? Because, oh, you I mean, this is ridiculous. I mean, he's like, yeah, they write books. Like, why, why, why do y'all write books? Like, yeah, of course he's going to deny. He like, he's not going to co-sign a book no, with somebody. He, no, uh, but he's, he's but, still but, lying. Yeah, so saying. of course he's he got, he got to deny. It. He's all I'm deny. I would deny. But, it this too, is right? ridiculous. But here's all I'm saying. Here's all I'm saying. Like, okay, so all right, so whoever the guy wrote the book, all right, so he does. All, he he did. He he paid him. Probably one point two million dollars. All right, he paid so and so who we went golfing. It's my understanding he didn't want to pay the nigga. It's my understanding he didn't want to pay the nigga. No, they said he paid. He didn't want to. The guy still and the guy still wrote a book. He's like, no, it never happened because I don't want you talking about my fucking like. Why you talking? Right, exactly. Like dog. like, and and we're okay, just talking about niggas that we know he. Hold on, Buzz. Let me get this point off. Let me get this point off. We're talking about niggas that we know he owed. How many other niggas is out there that we don't know about? You you really trying to defend the fact that it wasn't a problem? Tito, come on. Let me ask you. You said you won't let the man speak. You said you won't let the man speak. Let me ask you this, Tito. <laughs> this is so funny. Tito, do you understand how many of these guys gamble? Do you understand that? Do you understand that just because it's Michael? That a spotlight is shined on him. Does that Do make it understand? any better? Does that mean it's not Do a problem? No, it's not Christ. a problem. If guys have if if guys have the expenses to gamble and they like gambling as a hobby, then guys will gamble. Does that not mean it's a problem, problem, nigga? I know that. millionaires that went broke and jumped off a of roof thinking I used to have a problem. And Dante and Jason, no, I used to fucking be in the casinos all the motherfucking time losing my money. And I used to be sitting next to niggas that be down a hundred thousand, no lie, telling me they gonna get it all back. 
Another nigga right. said he's down 25000 and he can't go home because his wife is going to fucking kill him asking me for a $25 chip. This shit right. is a problem. Right. Just because you got the money right. to support but it don't mean nothing. Have it though. No, it does not mean... It. That does Those not make it any better. It. They did not have it. They did not have it. They did not have it. That you know does not make it any Jordan's better, son? especially... They on Jordan's son gambling in Vegas. It doesn't make it any better, especially when you don't want to pay niggas and you feel you don't have to because who you are. And then what happens is you feel you're untouchable. You feel you're untouchable and you probably are. So we're going to hurt the motherfuckers close to you. And I strongly believe his father was killed because of his gambling habits. And y'all niggas probably do too, but y'all not going to say it because y'all niggas think y'all got some political fucking relationships and shit, that. but it's the facts. I don't believe it. No, I just, my thing is that I just don't, I don't know. So like, why would I say I that? Believe. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know. And I know as far as I know, his gambling, like, he's still good. He got a billion dollars and he's, it's, it's okay. He can gamble. Gamble is a recreational thing. So long as you don't just blow all your shit. He obviously didn't. He was able to gamble with the money he had. He got enough money. It ain't a problem. But Jason, now, will you not admit to the no, no, fact no, no, that no, no, even no. if you got it, you're not going to want to pay it? Hold on. Even if you got it, you're not going to want to pay it. Crazy things happen. Listen, crazy if somebody, happen somebody could put, somebody life. said, if, if you're saying that for a fact, that his crazy dad was killed, if you're, if you're saying his dad was killed because of a gambling debt, then I would say, yeah, that was, he fucked up. Obviously, you don't want to fuck up no, to where your dad get killed, but I don't know that to be fact, so why would I speak on it? There's unexpected things that happen in this life. We can talk about the things that have happened within the past two years that did not, that none of us ever expected would happen. All right. So there's no way that you can just pinpoint something because of something, somebody's hobby, that that's the reason that so and so and whatever happened. It's just ridiculous. That's y'all opinion. I have minds. We'll move on. We're going to wrap this thing up. Um, a few other things that I would like them to touch on that they may not is the fact that there were multiple, many kids being murdered based on his sneakers. You know, that was a pandemic that was going on in the 90s. Kind of still happens today. I would love for him to touch on that. And I would love for him to touch on his sneakers being made in slave factories in China. I doubt we're going to get that. I doubt we're going to get that. But that's why the OJ documentary was so good because clearly OJ wasn't involved. We get the people around the situation giving us information and giving us some facts. This isn't on that level so far. And for it to get to that level, some of the things I just mentioned need to be included. I don't think we're going to get it. And I think that Jordan is still protecting his brand and we're not getting the real information. Um, but we'll go around the horn. What would you like to see moving forward? And if you got something to say on what I just said, feel free. Dante, what you got? Yeah, I think I, I alluded to it earlier. I would <laughs> I would like to get an honorable mention for Craig Hodges at some point, but I don't think we're I don't think we're gonna get that. Um, <laughs> So, so I'm gonna keep shouting them out on the podcast, but but not, I, I mean at the end of the day, like the why I, I'm pleased with I'm pleased with the series. I didn't have any any big expectations, but 
every I don't think I've learned anything new. I mean, a few things I picked up, but I think Jordan's pretty well documented. And so he's calculated. And he's calculated. Yeah. And and most successful people are. So the things that Indeed. I want to know about him, like I, I didn't expect to find out. Like we're not going to get him to speak about that portion of his life with his father. It's not going to happen. It's personal. I respect that. I expect that not to be covered. Um, you know, we're not going to get... You know, we're going to get, <laughs> let me tell, let me tell Buzz, who seems like the biggest MJ fan of all time, which is, there's, there's no diss, but I'm here to tell, I'm here to tell you, I'm here to tell you something. When MJ was talking about walking in that hotel room, his rookie season, and he saw a bunch of girls and niggas doing lines, and he closed his eyes and closed the door and ran and went to drink some orange juice or some shit in his hotel room. I'm here to tell you, MJ went to go do those lines, though. I just want to break that to you. He did not just watch them do coke and run away. So hey, nobody, yeah, no, I, I, I never said, I never said that he's an <laughs> angel. Nobody, like that's the whole point. Like that's the whole thing. He's just like you said a second ago. He's very calculated. He's a real personally. Person. I think he did skip he's a it. Real person. Initially, I think he did skip it. And he might end those later. Well, yeah, he was never exposed to it. I mean, at some point he got exposed to it. And he's a guy that he is now, but I mean, he's a bad. We'll let Dante guy. finish it up. What do you What do you want to see in the next four episodes? We've got two more weekends. Anything you're hoping to see as they wrap up this documentary? Ten parts. I would like to maybe see him talk more about you know, toward the end of his run, whether he ends it, he's probably just going to end it with the Bulls. He's probably not going to talk about when he came to D.C. since that was, in most people's opinion, a, a failure. Although I didn't really see it that way, but he, I want to see him talk about the moment he felt like the next up-and-coming guys, like where he thought the league was going to go. Mm. So I wanna, I'm curious if he, if he talks about that. He kind of he mentions Kobe. We learned more about his relationship with Kobe now. I mean, as a personal, you know, the Philly connection, I would love to hear if he would talk about when he played the Sixers and when AI crossed him. I don't know if he'll, he'll give us that, but, you know, shit like that would be interesting to kind of hear his thoughts on his way out. We've already gotten a lot of information on what it's like to be, you know, when you're an elite superstar, winning multiple championships, but, you know, what was it like toward the end of the road? You know what I'm saying? When you stepped away and where you thought the league was going. So I, I'd be more interested in shit like that. Indeed. Buzz, what you expect in the next next four um, parts? You know, I actually think we are going to see uh, that next uh, part of Michael's life um, after they beat Phoenix and all of that stuff does happen and him going into baseball um, with the way that the Documentary's been going. You, you know, believe um, they'll from, touch on his father's murder and possibly so. be connected to his gambling? You think they're they will touch on I, that? I mean, it's going to be interesting to see, but I think they're definitely going to do a segment on that. You cannot uh, pass that part up. You can't pass up uh, why the reason the reason that you think why they're going to say he retired, um, not because of the gambling debt, but just because of his father's death. Um, and, and I don't think they can pass that part up the way that they've been going back and forth um, throughout the documentary because, I mean, eventually I think we're going to go from uh, his, his father passing, him 
start playing baseball, him coming back. They're going to go back to the playoffs in 98, and they're going to go back to um, the championship in, in, against the Sonics, then maybe that first championship against the Utah Jazz, then I think they'll finish out with on that 98 championship, just the way it's been going. So I think they will touch on that, and maybe we will see um, somebody trying to connect the dots uh, with the gambling thing, but I don't think it's possible. So. Jason, what do you want to see moving forward? You think they're going to touch on any of that? I mean, I would definitely like to see them talk about the gambling and the fathers thing because, you know, there's always been rumors that there was more to it, but you look at, like, the people who were arrested for it and such, they, it just doesn't really really connect. But I, obviously they're going to touch on him playing baseball. Um, I think that there's going to be, a you know, his transition back into the league and him getting back to winning the championship. Actually, like, when he was playing baseball, how he would come play pickup games and all that type of stuff. Um, I think they'll get into some of that type of stuff. Um, obviously, they'll talk about the flu game, in which in case people say it was food poisoning, and hotel staff did those type of things. Well, they also um, say so. that he was out gambling all night, so we, we don't know. Hopefully, we, we find out more. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but, but obviously, Who cares? Obviously, you know, they won the game. Who cares? Who really obviously, cares I, about any we'll, of that? You really care about that, for real? We know we're going to see flu game stuff. We know we're going to see baseball. Um, the things that I would like to see, um, I think that I I don't really have an issue with Jordan and the things that he did. I think everybody's allowed to make mistakes, so I'm not killing him for it. But if, if he could show, um, you know, a bit of some contrition, some con- was it the, the term contrition? Actually, being contrite. No, 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 I want to. No, I want to see humility. I just want to see, you know, be humble and, you know, just give us some of those moments that you felt a little like, I didn't know if I could do this or, you know, I had to, you know, because right now it's kind of like, he's like, oh, yeah, I knew I was going to beat their ass. Like, show us, you know, when you have. What do you mean? Are you serious right now? Well, no, because I'm not talking about from the basketball standpoint. My thing was really referring to the whole election thing. You know, I think that was a mistake that he could have highlighted and say, you know what, I did mess up on that one on you know, I didn't know what I was doing there. So it's just like, give us, or even like with the baseball, he could say like, yo, I don't know what I was thinking about. Like, I'm not good enough. And you know what, Jason, he might baseball. do that because in recent years, he's donated to black causes, but he's made a point to also right. donate to so, yeah, the like police. That. That's what I want to see. So yeah, I, would, I would like to see that. We'll yeah, see. Because in recent years, he has. I would like to see him show that part because it ain't about like what you do. Like, you should be able to make a mistake. You should be able to grow from it. So I would like to hear that him talk about that highlight that just to show people what growth is about you know what i'm saying i'm michael jordan on top of the world and i still found ways to grow you know what i mean i learned from that incident back in north carolina with the governor and i realized i needed to do a little bit more so that would be great if he if he does something like that um other than that you know i'm just looking forward to hearing and watching the rest of it but i think we're gonna wrap it up i think it's definitely heating up i was disappointed in the first four episodes Basketball-wise, it was great. I thought we were going to get deeper, and I think they, they attempted to do that in the last two episodes, five and six. So I think, you know, we ain't got much, and we're going to watch it regardless, and we appreciate the fact that they moved it up, being that we're here in the house and, and you know, quarantined, and this is something that's definitely helping us 
have conversations and have sports talk because we wouldn't have much else without it. And I believe that Michael, I don't know how he looks thus far. We'll see how he looks when it's all said and done. And we're going to have another episode where we, we, we recap the full series or the next four episodes and we have a conversation around that. But I just think he's not being fully honest. He's not being fully truthful. Continuously trying to protect the brand. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. That's what he chooses to do. That's what he chooses to do. But it is what it is. And uh, this is after the dance. Either they don't know, don't show, or don't care about what's going on in the huddle. We're going to see y'all next time. Peace. Peace.